Coming up this week, Disneyland Park announces opening dates for Fantasmic and the Rivers of America. Summer shows begin at Knott's Berry Farm, and Cruz Ramirez makes her way to California Adventure. Plus, later we share our thoughts about the upcoming D23 Expo. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 683, for the week of June 18th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Willie. Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, I hope you had a happy Father's Day. And Tony Spatel. Mm. Hello! Uh, and as Michael said, happy Father's Day to everyone. And to you. Thank you. Is everybody as toast, warm and toasty as I am here in Fresno? Yes. 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 Okay, it, good. It, yeah. was, it was 106 up here yeah. today. Okay, not as toasty as you guys think. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the valley is wonderful that way. The Central mm-hmm. Valley, sorry. Um, yes, as opposed to the Sacramento Valley. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, it's currently 104 at 7 o'clock. So. By 8, it's supposed well, yeah. to cool down to 100. So, so you know what's so funny is my parent, my dad, and my, um, his girlfriend, and we're, I'm in San Diego, mm-hmm. and they're, oh my gosh, it's so hot. I'm like, it's 82. Right. This is the greatest, <laughs> like, and even Andrew, living in Orange County, but East, yeah, this is nice. But when it never gives over 70, they're freaking out over 82. I'm like, you guys have no idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will tell you that I was at Disneyland today, and it was like in the mid-80s. And around 5 p.m. before I skedaddled back, it was beautiful. Light breeze, maybe in the 70s. Could have been 80s still. but So whoever's there at Disneyland right now, they're going to be having a really nice time. Cool. Yeah. Uh, any housekeeping? I don't have much actually this week, which is weird. I do. Okay. Well, those of you who enjoy Disney Newsies, the Broadway smash hit musical, might remember it came into theaters a mm-hmm. couple of times. Well, it has a special summer encore. Ooh. It will be showing in theaters on Saturday, August 5th and Wednesday, August 9th. So we will have a link in our show notes where you can go in and enter your zip code and see if it is playing at a theater near you. This is worth seeing. It is fantastic. And it's not as if they just set a camera right there and just shot straight on. Um, they filmed it, even though it is on stage, they filmed it also as if it were a, um, a film. So it's really well done. And they did combine not only the original Broadway cast with what had been the current Broadway cast along with the touring cast. So it's a much larger cast than the standard Broadway cast. So it's really well done. So um, you want to see it. There's also a link on that site that we'll have in our show notes. Um, it's available on digital HD and Disney movies anywhere. So if you can't, if it's not showing in a theater near you, you can download it nice. and watch it. Cool. Seize the day. All right. Um, yes. Carpe Kingdom sees the carp. Yes. Carpe, <laughs> Carpe Diem, I should say, sees the carp. All right. Um, hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live every Sunday evening, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, and join the fun. Uh, of course, the rest of our Disunplug family of podcasts want to mention them. Our Dreams Unlimited travel show uh, every Monday. The Orlando Show live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific. Best and the Worst of, of uh, Disney World on Wednesdays. The Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged on Thursdays. And Diz Pop all every Friday. And of course, every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, The Daily Fix, your quick look at the day's Disney news. Um, we were talking with Allison, um, who just celebrated her birthday in Disneyland. And I, I get points for mentioning that. Thanks, Allison. Um, 
And also, thank you, Allison, for sh- sending me some pictures that we will talk about in a little bit. Um, so we were talking about FastPass. Um, there's been some some talk on the boards about FastPass being available during early entry, during Extra Magic Hour at the parks, um, and which normally it isn't. Um, but I think I know the culprit. And I had mentioned this on the show a couple months ago that they were doing some weird things with extra magic hours at California Adventure, trying to cut costs, I think. So normally, if say, say the parks are open at eight o'clock is their normal time, extra magic hours would have been seven o'clock. And that's what it is for Disneyland. But during the week, if there's extra magic hours at California Adventure, instead of extra magic hours at seven o'clock, They've been doing extra magic hours at eight o'clock and opening late to the general public at nine. So, huh. so what's happening is if that, if that's the case where Disneyland is open at eight and California Adventure is open at eight, but only for extra magic hours, guests, hotel guests that are in there at during extra magic hours while Disneyland's open regular are able to get fast passes. Oh. That's so. kind of a weird way to do it. Mm-hmm. Because the system is on, because they're all connected now. So, mm-hmm. um, also saw some rumors um, on another site that it, in preparation for Max Pass, instead of just collecting the fast passes beginning like next weekend, they're gonna they're gonna start instead of uh, because you know how the the fast pass we've said that the fast pass has a barcode on it. Well, instead of scanning that for Max Pass, they're gonna scan your ticket. Hmm. So you'll have to have your ticket available, and you and because you've you scan your ticket when you get your fast pass, it'll it's gonna be connected to your ticket. So that will make uh, gifting fast passes. Um, a thing of the past. Oh, kind of, but hmm. that's kind of like what they do with the magic bands, right? Yeah, exactly. You, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all connected it's to the take, so, it's, so we're in the past. I think we had talked about it possibly being a, um, attached to our, to our smartphones. Now it's the t- just the barcode on the ticket. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a better idea yeah. anyway. Now, I, now, I, I don't know how for max pass. Oh. You'll probably, you can probably still use your, <laughs> Sorry, for, for Max, I forgot to unplug it. That's all right. Uh, for Max Pass, I think you still use your phone, but I don't know. Well, you could also you can bring on the Disneyland app. You can bring up your ticket on the on the app and scan it from there. So it's true. But today I was using my my smartphone and the battery. Mm-hmm. Now I I was streaming, but the <laughs> yeah, batteries <you> died. <laughs> they 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 went down quite quickly. So mm-hmm. if I think if people are going to yeah. be using that. Um, they better stock. And what is that, Nancy, that they have at the hotels? Oh, the, the fuel oh, rods. The fuel rods, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Right, at the, the fuel rods. Or just bring your own from yeah. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I do. And we always have a Mophie brick. We have two mm-hmm. different sizes of Mophie brick, and um, the girls each have a small, a small charge unit and stuff like that. Yeah. And for people who don't like to carry a lot of stuff, those, what do you, those little string backpacks, the really light ones mm-hmm. yep. um, are good if you just want to carry like Nancy said, these bricks you know, instead of carrying the full backpack especially when it's hot uh, you just have one of these string type back, backpacks <laughs> that are light and you can throw your bottled water in there yeah, and, yeah. and and the these tickets and it's easy and, to stuff in the pouch and on rides and yeah. yeah and especially with the heat everybody stay hydrated Yes. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm working on hydration now for this week. So, so I'll be right back. I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, Tom uh-oh. drinking, be- drinking a lot of beer while you're no, 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 podcast no, no, doesn't no, count no. as working on hydration. I'm no. Okay, and technically yes. Okay, this is totally off topic. Um, my son just got back from Boy Scout camp and up uh, up uh, above our uh, in the mountains above Fresno, and the the. Boy Scout leader that was there gave all the boys a pea chart. So it was what? like a, a little chart with different shades oh, of... Oh, so how much they... Different, uh... sh- different shades of yellow. And it's like, good, great, good, okay, 
hydrate yourself Drink more <laughs> yeah. head to wow. the seek seek medical attention yeah so I'm, good I, for him for being yeah, proactive yeah i might right. i might i might print that out for this week cuz it's going to be it's going to be warm <laughs> Well, I tell you, there's a lot of people who could probably use that for Disneyland. Yeah, I was just yes, going to say, post exactly. it on the Diz. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Put man. in the show yeah. notes, Tom. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you could call it the Diz Piz chart. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. All right. Ooh, off, be a shirt. Off the rails. We'll have to talk to Will. Maybe, maybe yeah, if we put a little Mickey head somewhere <laughs> in there in the chart. All right. Any other housekeeping I don't know if I want to go after that. Okay, go ahead. Come on. Come on. You can do it. You can pull this no, out, of, I, I, out of the gutter. Yeah. No, that's... I, I totally don't have any. <laughs> Other... I already, already said mine. Michael, did, did you go shopping? Did I go shopping? Uh, at, at the galleries? Oh, I did. Did you want to talk about that now? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, as you might know, let me bring up my little... um. I know I have them up here somewhere. Here we go. Well, you know, uh, I think I mentioned, we mentioned weeks ago, the mm-hmm. Van Eaton Galleries is right. having yet another auction. I think they have them twice a year that, now. That original uh, original map? Oh, yes. We yeah. talked about that. The, that is not, an, it's not the original map. Right. That is safely in the archives. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh, it's Walt Disney's, um, Disneyland 2017 is the, is the auction this year. The public exhibition is now through the 24th of June and uh, they're open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And the catalogs w- were available for pre-order, but the soft cover ones shipped and are no longer available. But the hard cover ones are still available for $95. But never fear, there is an online catalog, and we will have a link in our show notes to uh, to their site. So, and that has all the information about, the, you know, the um, the ac- auction date is Sunday, June 25th beginning at 11 a.m. Pacific time, Disneyland time. And so you can go on there and find out if there's something you want to bid on, how you do that, or, or if just um, if you just want to, you know, drool through the catalog. This is a pretty good one this year, I thought, this season. There were actually a few things I wanted. So as usual, though, I went through my catalog and I identified an item for each of you that I think meets your interests or personality that um, for you to bid on just so that you can have that fun and that thrill of being right in there, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going through the no particular order. It's just basically the order of that I found the item. So I starting with Nancy this year. Uh-oh. And um, this is actually I I'd actually I, I'd chosen something else for you until I saw this. And this is a collection of 13 signed Disneyland postcards, and they're from 1957 and 1993. It's it's a they're signed by various Disney artists and performers, including Ken Anderson, Bill Justice, um, Matt. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark Davis, Herb Ryman, Ward Kimball, Sam McKim, Claude Coates, Blaine Gibson, Marty Sklar, Charles Boyer, um, Wally Bogue, um, Tony Baxter, and John Hentz. But the interesting thing is the cards signed by Tony Baxter and John Hench are personalized to Nancy. Huh. And the, so clearly you, you misplaced these. And the card signed by Wally Bogue has been written on and mailed. So these cards feature a variety of imagery that span a few decades of Disneyland history. Some of these also the artists actually drew on them, which is really cool. And the signatures contained in this collection are some of the most influential Disney artists and performers the parks has ever known and would be perfect addition to any collection. And these are definitely – they range from – concept art such as the concept art from the uh new orleans square of the poster with the sisters you know that we talked about a few weeks ago all the way to um to uh, scenes from alice in wonderland that like the one of the concepts for the exterior of the attraction that was abandoned uh to all kinds of things i mean it's really cool so the the set is overall in very good condition with very little edge wear. So these now keep in mind these autographs are from people who are long gone, uh, many of them. Um it's um they they think that they're hoping to get a bid between um 500 to 700 dollars. 
So, um, so not bad. So, so good luck. That is lot number 199. So you can look it up there, Nancy. Okay. And get your set back. (laughs) So for Mary Jo, actually this year, I'm getting you a piece of artwork that I think you should have because I just thought this is, um, since again, you, you love to take people to Disneyland. You're sort of the Disneyland ambassador. This is a sketch of the partners, um, by Charles Boyer and it's, um, a signed cast member lithograph. It's a, vi- it's from Disneyland 1981. It's a very rare cast member exclusive limited edition lithograph by Charles Boyer. He was, um, Boyer, he was, uh, he was Mickey's official artist for a while. Um, I didn't this- know that. Yeah, this piece is titled Partners and features Walt Disney holding hands with Mickey Mouse. The artwork was created to celebrate Disneyland's 200th millionth guest and was limited to 2,500 pieces. The piece is signed by Boyer in the lowest lower right hand and is hand numbered. It's number 2,500 of 2,500. It's 25.5 by 19 inches. It's in very good condition with little wear. And actually, I think this is pretty reasonable. 200 to $400. That's doable. People. And it is really cute. And it's a, it's just a, it's a really nice drawing. And so that's number 541. If you want to look it up on any online catalog, Tony, for you, yes. you're the, you're a tough, but. I know you're a bit of a nomad. You're like our gypsy. We we never okay. know where you're going to be. So I thought you need something so that you can make your house a home, wherever your house okay. may be any given week. So this is a haunted mansion. Oh, I love that. Just a little sweet tune. I'm so excited <laughs> that I had to play a sound effect because yes. I, I know it's going to be good. So. Yes. It's the haunted mansion tomb, sweet tomb prop. Now, this is from the 1990s. It's a beautiful tomb suite tomb prop that was displayed in the corridor of doors scene of the Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. This particular prop was removed from the Haunted Mansion during a rehab and was given as a gift by Imagineer Jason Sorrell. The prop is comprised of printed paper on a foam core backing. It measures 30 inches by 33 inches and is in good condition with some edge wear and light separation um, from backing. And the back is inscribed from WDW Corridor of Doors to Yours, Jason Sorrell. And so it looks like it's, uh, it's, it looks like it's a wooden um, frame. It's almost like it's a cross stitch. And it says tomb, sweet tomb. And then it's surrounded by a variety of different flowers. And well, this, and I love that it's light because it's perfect for to travel with. Yes. And you're right. And you just slip it right into your suitcase. You can put it out and immediately you feel like you're right at home. Nice. So, um, and, and this is a very reasonable $3,000 to $5,000. Okay. They're hoping to get. Chris, what they hope and what they get, two different things. So, and Tom, for you, well, yes, you know, Wes is, you know, he's a teenager now. And, you know, in a couple of years, he's going to be wanting that driver's permit. And, you know, you, you're you going to be taking him out on the road, teaching him how to drive. And I thought, well, you might want to start out small, get him a starter car, you know, as, you, as you're teaching him. So I thought a Disneyland Mark 7 Utopia vehicle nice. from Disneyland's 1967 to 1999. This is a functioning yellow Utopia vehicle from Disneyland. This is the Mark 7 style vehicle. It features the original fiberglass body, which was used from 67 to 1999. These iconic vehicles were designed by legendary Imagineer Bob Gurr. This unique vehicle has been custom modified with a 1974 to 80 a golf cart chassis and a 36 volt electric drive system with battery charger. So it's very, you know, green. Um, the vehicle has a rear drum braking system and new linings, wheel cylinders, hoses, and master cylinder. The wheels are silver or steel to stay true to the original design. The vehicle has brushed metal laminate rocker panels. Uh, the bumper assemblies are authentically reproduced in the same 1970s style, so you won't have any problem with them hitting anybody. And the leather seatbelt and hook is also authentically reproduced to match the original style. The vehicle has rubber floor matting, a padded steering wheel, and the Utopia body emblem 
all of which are custom created to match the original. This incredible artifact is a beautiful example of the very popular Mark 7 Utopia vehicles and measures approximately 10 feet by 4 feet and 3 feet tall. This item is in fine functioning condition. Just just think how he'll impress Oh, All sure. the high schoolers yes. in his own Utopia car. So, and this is only eighteen thousand to twenty thousand oh, dollars. So you can you know. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your son's worth it. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And, he and doesn't. These big, he doesn't need college. <laughs> and with these big bumpers, it's sure to cut down on the insurance costs. <laughs> right. So. And finally, for me, it, it's in my bucket list someday to be able to have Walt Disney's autograph in my collection. So this is right. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, your, um, Tony, yours is item 564 and Tom, yours is 718. So you can follow on the day of the bidding and all that. So you can get in there. Mine is item number one. It's right on page four. Walt Disney signed opening day guidebook. This is from 1955. It's the opening day guidebook called The Story of Disneyland. It was the first guidebook for Disneyland and was available leading up to the park's opening day festivities. It's filled with concept art since at the time of printing, they didn't have, they couldn't take any real photos. Um, the guidebook was designed to welcome guests to the park as well as to explain the vision and concept of Walt Disney's revolutionary idea in family entertainment. I actually have one of these guidebooks in my collection, but this is a rare piece of Disney history on its own. The guidebook was boldly signed by Walt Disney on the inside cover during the opening day celebrations. So it's been professionally mounted and framed. So to preserve and present the um, signature on this rare item. (coughs) So it's in very good condition. It's funny. It's less than the Utopia card. It's $7,000 to (laughs) $9,000. So anyway, so that, that, that's my little item there. So there you go. And, and this is chock full of all kinds of cool stuff, including, including a few things I own. And um, and some things that I thought, why didn't I buy it at the time right. when it became available? How many? So, anyway. how, uh, so you own one of those. I think I own one of those as well. The not the unsigned version. How many of those are out there? The unsigned ones. There's got. Oh, be you know, I don't know. I got mine at a very reasonable price. I, so I have no idea how many are out there. I have a question for you, Michael. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through this, and I'm probably not going to be on the rest of the show because I'm looking at the gallery, and this is amazing. I want all these things. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing in here that there's a lot of cast member costumes. Costumes, yes. Okay, how is that legal, or is it not? If they're retired and they've been so, modified or... Mm-hmm. I've also been told that sometimes cast members will pay the fine um, that they're charged for not returning yeah. the costumes oh, gotcha. in order to be able to sell them because they'll make oh, yeah, more money selling them than the right. than what the fine is. Yeah. Does anybody know what the fine is? I don't offhand. See that I can I, get a job that, for a week, pay the, get, get the <laughs> and this is just get a fine and have a fine, and then yeah, okay. I was just curious as how they obtained yeah. these without getting busted. Yeah. Yeah, but there, there are a lot of nice ones. Also, like, um, you know, for dapper days, uh, a cup, what I wear, some of it is, it is costume. It, it's real dapper days, you know, it's the real dapper dance costume. And it was just at the, you know, it was at the cast member. What's the store? The Disneyland store. Team, oh, team Disney. Yeah. Um, and, and it was, it was, they were on sale there. So I just purchased them and they were like a dollar each. So uh, that may be how how they get some of them also. Okay. At least you didn't pick out Minnie's bloomers and shoes for me. No, no, that was. <laughs> I almost I, I'd considered those briefly for Mary Jo though. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I would have thought the guest relations costume with the riding crop. I think I I give I've, I I know you've I've done another one but before. The yeah. riding crop style. Yeah. Okay, I just saw a sticker that I remember getting when I went to Epcot Center when I was like seventh grade. I'm like, I had that. Why did uh-huh. I keep it? Because uh-huh. now it's 100 to 200. I'm going to bid on that thing and get it back. It's got to yeah, be. It's only <laughs> worth that if somebody actually wants to pay. I know. It. I'm yeah. going to give a shot. I want that sticker back. But like, remember when, um, 
Jody Daly and Kevin Kidney, they did the Enchanted Tiki Room Barker Bird. And it was only, it wasn't that expensive. And I thought, oh, I wanted to get it, but I didn't. And now it's in here for seven to $900. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I, I just could kick myself. Oh, the toy soldier had new boots. So oh, I know. Oh, did you see like from Tokyo? Is it Tokyo Disneyland? They have like the 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 mask for the fairy godmother, the the walk around character. And they have a couple of those in there. It's the character masks. So um. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting what they've got in there. They have a very scary looking Captain EO window display model. Alright, see, Story of Disneyland original guidebook, 145 on eBay. The guidebook's 145? Yeah. yeah. You're kidding. Mm -hmm. I paid $30. Oh, wow. Nice. Look look at it online. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Can't can't wait to see if we win. Mm hmm. (laughs) take a photo of west in that car yeah exactly i'll just go to disneyland hotel and have him sit in that one um any other housekeeping nobody can top that Mm -mm, you may as well move forward yep all right Ooh, the remote control boats (laughs) yes i saw that isn't that cool (laughs) if i had a pond in the backyard that would be so much fun to to have nice you can take it over to your neighbor's Quentin Tarantino. I bet he has. <laughs> All right, time for the news, Tony. Disneyland has finally confirmed opening dates for Rivers of America attractions, including Fantasmic and the Disneyland Railroad. Yay. The area closed. Yeah, we we know it closed and it's reopening, so I don't need to go into that. The first to open will be the Rafts to Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island, which returns this Friday, June 16th. So it's- Wait. That means it's already open. It's open. Yep. I don't know what the date is. Mm-hmm. Today's this 18th. So that would be two days ago. Yep. Okay. Well, so that's open. Yep. Uh, and, thanks to, and, thanks of, to, and thanks to Allison for getting pictures for us. Thank you. Okay. And the remainder of river traffic, including the Mark Twain Riverboat, Sailing Ship Columbia, and Dave... Cro- Dave? Is it really Dave Crockett's? No, it's probably a typo. It's Davey Crockett. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know who wrote this thing. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start referring to him as Dave, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Dave's. Ex- no, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm going to get. It, I'm going to get rid of the Crockett too. Just that's Dave. his big boy name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's Explorer Canoes will as, return as, July 29th. As I head over to the Diz to fix my typo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Disneyland Railroad, <laughs> with its new path, an elevated trestle will once again circle Disneyland Park beginning July 29th, including a trip through the newly restored Grand Canyon and Primeval World. Updated Fantasmic with new scenes featuring Aladdin and the Lion King is scheduled to return in time for Disneyland's 62nd anniversary on July 17th. So it's official. Isn't it interesting that they're saying it's, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not saying it's featuring Pirates of the no, Caribbean? No, they're not, are they, Michael? It's supposed to be the real big mm-hmm. uh, jaw dropping special effects scene. Yeah, that, I found that interesting, Michael, uh, that, they're, that they're leaving that part out. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah, who knows what they might be leaving out? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not working. Yeah. It's not working yet. It's just like the dragon and the mm-hmm. what's the the thing the, in the yeti? Uh, except it should never. Yes, it's, but at least they're going. I mean, at least they try. So, <laughs> okay, Knott's Berry Farm has some new uh, things for this that have just started or are about to start for the summer season. And one is Snoopy's Mag- Magnificent Magical Review, which now includes it's an enti- which now includes some new features. It's an entirely different size magic illusion. Uh, Wilson mm. is one is of the Vibra in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's conceived by the <laughs> Farms Entertainment uh, Division with the help of magician Greg Wilson, who developed the illusions. He said it's an entirely different size magic illusion. We had to design everything so that Snoopy, Charlie Brown, Linus, Sally, and Lucy could fit and be a part of it. That actually sounds interesting. The magic show runs six days a week with no shows on Wednesdays. While the illusions with the Peanuts characters are central to the magic show, the characters are the central <coughs> element and Ghost Town Alive 
which is now starting, is I hope this was good enough news, Tom, because this was a slow week. Mm-hmm. The live, but you, but you proved so we're good. Um, the live immersive entertainment experience premiered at the far. I okay, so OC Register, who is this? Um, Mark Eads. I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of calling it the farm because <laughs> it's again, it's twice the farm. Like we're hip. Anyways, the live immersive entertainment experience premiered at Knott's Berry Farm for the summer 2016 season with an airy version for the Halloween season. Now the Mayfields, the villains in the all-day interactive play, are back trying to take over the town. More than 10... And we kind of talked about that already, so I don't have to get into that. Um, so it's basically the new magic show with Snoopy. And then is the that, return of... Are the magic show, is that the ice show? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. I'm looking at the... Well, it's, Oh, okay, finally, the, this is a poorly written article. Sorry, Mark. Um, not really. Um, magician, okay. That's, oh, he that's very official. Sh- no, I actually want to see it. Oh, does he know, she know Mark? Oh, we all know Mark. Well, I don't. Oh, well, I'm, I'll introduce you. Yeah, so I can talk to him about why do you call it the farm. Yeah. Um, so, um. Yeah, he's obviously not paid by the word. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's, um. Matt, there's a there's a scene of uh, Snoopy getting a big magician's hat. This actually sounds freaking adorable to me. So kind of like Mickey and the Magical Map. Yeah, but they're doing real oh. magic. <laughs> okay. So that's that's the hard hitting news from this week. From the farm. From the farm. Yeah, from the farm. Live from the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. You're welcome. <sighs> I know. Oh, I know what we forgot to talk about. Mary Jo, did you, 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 what's going on for the 45th of Electrical Parade? Did we lose Mary Jo? No, I'm trying oh. to think what it is. Well, didn't what's you guys take a the... picture or something with the little. Oh, they, they had, we, we ate at the Plaza Inn today for dinner and they had the, the, um, the picture for us to take a picture for the okay. 45th. Okay, anniversary, so that's which is the seventh. That's all they had for okay. the 17th of June, right? Sure, something like that. Yeah, so it was the, it was the 45th those... anniversary was this week. But I got my t-shirt that said May, May, 3rd, <laughs> May 13th. I was there. I was there. For Fantasmic? Yeah, for Fantasmic. I'm sorry. It's, mm. it, it, all these dates. Or, or just kind of funny, but no. Um, if they had something special for the 45th anniversary, they sure kept it quiet. <laughs> Maybe they, they, made, have the... they were selling the bulbs. Oh my! Hey, gosh. those are those are in uh, those. I, I thought of you, Tom, because you can complete your set. <laughs> They're in the auction. Oh, There's geez. four of them. <laughs> are, are they called the original bulbs from the electrical parade? I don't know, but but they're all in their little packages. Are the ones missing the cellophane or something? The plastic crap. Nice. But um, but oh, Mary Jo. Speaking of dates, hey, you ready to party on September twenty third? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mary Jo and I were both going to be at that Waltland oh, um, Bob, Bob Gurr Garner nice. Holt tour. Yeah, I'm flying down for the day. Nice. I think Luella's but, doing it too, right? Yep, Luella's going to okay, meet us cool. there. I haven't told Michael this yet. Luella's going and Les and, excuse me, Linda. Um, I Linda don't know and Linda. I have been friends. Uh, Linda and I have been friends since, oh my gosh, um, Laughing Place days. Long time. Okay. Uh, Linda Ramsey. And she was actually there. I think we we spent the fiftieth together. We just happened to run into each other and spent the fiftieth anniversary together. And so she lives down near San Bernardino, and she wants to um, meet up with Michael and me. I said, "Heck yeah, cool, yeah, so, yeah, great." So you guys hung out with Uncle Remus, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm very excited. It's, it's, it's gonna be an all day event for you, Michael. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Time for rapid fire. I will go first. Uh, speaking of anniversaries, Disney California Adventure was celebrated the fifth anniversary of Cars Land and all of that associated stuff, including what, Benny Vista Street and other, other peripheral things. Um, they had or having, uh, some artist showcases. One of them this weekend was, one of them was this weekend with Jared Mariama and Joey Chow. But there's one more next weekend, June 24th. 
uh, is from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Ramon's House of whatever it is. Um, Jeff Granito will be there uh, featuring a new piece calling called Cruising to Kachow. Uh, Max hmm. Grundy has a piece called Flow Motion. Michael Murphy hmm. has a Cozy Cone Arrival. And Michelle Bickford um, has a piece called New Wheels and another one that's a one-of-a-kind original entitled Cars Land Panorama. Uh, of course, artists' are, appearances are subject to change. Artists will sign only two items, and they have to be the items that you bought there. You can't bring your own stuff. They won't sign your coffee cup. Um, unless it's a Starbucks cup, and then they'll probably write your name incorrectly on it. Um, <laughs> so look for that at Disney California Adventure next Saturday. Uh, let's go to Mary Jo. Speaking of Cars Land, um, this is really cool. Cruz Aramides, who comes out in the Cars Land. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you laugh? That's her name. I know it is. They didn't pronounce it that <laughs> way in the, the film. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, I haven't seen the movie yet. So, oh, she like cruised because she's yes. cruising yes. along? Yes. yes. Okay, so let me let me rephrase it's that. Cruz Ramirez. Guacamole. Exactly. <laughs> you have to Cruz, say it like a well, gringo. Well, and it makes more sense because it's Cars Land, so it's Cruise as she cruises along. Mm-hmm. Um, she has joined uh, Lightning McQueen and Mater in Cars Land starting just this past Friday. So they're this weekend, and I saw her today. She just could be she talks to people just like they do, sort of. Um, and she's over there <laughs> taking pictures in front of the Cozy Cone. Uh, Did you ask her questions? I didn't have an opportunity okay. to, but I was able to admire her from afar. Um but uh, I will say that her time seemed to be a lot shorter than Lightning McQueen. Well, you know, he's kind of like a camera hog anyway. Mm-hmm. So he was bumping up along uh, behind her for her to move out so he could get back in place. So if you do want to get a picture with Cruz, make sure you get there early. Um, apparently, I think she was out racing, <clears throat> quote unquote mm-hmm. racing. So she didn't come out. Um, every time she was supposed to today, but I did, did catch sight of her and, uh, good as can be. So for those of you who don't know, in Pixar's Cars 3 that just came out, she's a top notch technician at the Rusty's Racing Center and she's assigned to train the team's talented rookies. So she always had racing dreams of her own, but it's not until she meets Lightning McQueen that she realizes her passion to compete is still there. And- so now, uh, Go ahead. Brian in the chat room may have an, a reason why she was late because she's having to use the, the Disney jet to go back and forth between Disney California Adventure and Disney's Hollywood Studios because she's greeting guests there as well. So she's a busy gal. Yes, exactly. Uh, so. I wondered what they did with those characters from planes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Now, you know. Yeah. Yep. And that's the rest oh, of the Oh, and there story. was this cutest little girl dressed with a, her t-shirt had Cruz's picture in front. So, um, the kids are really excited to meet with her and this is perfect week, perfect time. Beautiful weather, beautiful parks. I wish that they would, if they ever expand Cars Line, I wish they would have more than one meet and greet and maybe have more of the characters mm-hmm. out because they're, I mean, they're all cool. You yeah, know, I mean, they they would love to have Fillmore and you know some of the others, Sarge. Oh my gosh, could you imagine that? Fillmore? Oh <laughs> yeah, my gosh, that would be that hilarious. Would be, it would be hilarious. They should really they, do that and make the land even a little more alive. I'm surprised they never decided to do a um, a stroll with them. Because mm-hmm. that would that would a stroll parade, like the music oh, yeah. The stroll. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could just see them doing that too. I could just see the cast members dancing the stroll with the, with the cars. That, that would like be fun. Ramon. Oh my gosh, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what's the name of the here. um, what's the name of the fire engine? Red. Red. Mm-hmm. Red. Red was out there too. Red meets in a different place. I was hoping that Red would kind of squirt everybody and cool us down, but he didn't. But he was he was out there meeting at the same time that Lightning and Cruz were out there. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Michael? 
Well, we have more uh, more stage musicals coming up here to Northern California if you want to get your Disney fix. I mentioned last week that Aladdin, the Broadway musical, is coming to San Francisco. Tickets went on sale to the public last Friday. And we had, uh, I believe we had a link in our show notes to that last week. Um, Disney's Beauty and the Beast is actually in Sacramento at the California Musical Theater. Locals know that as... Um, as music circus and this is theater in the round it's one of the last theaters in the round in the country and it's this is it runs through the summer they do a, a number of of musicals and they only run for one week normally and they always have a family musical every season that generally runs two weeks you might remember in the past i've talked about seeing um, disney's a little mermaid last year i saw an incredible hunchback disney's hunchback of notre dame one of the best things i ever saw on stage well they are doing starting this tuesday they are doing um, performing disney's beauty and the beast it is running tuesday July 20th through Sunday, um, July 2nd. And we will have a link in our show notes where you can get tickets because this is a family, the, the, their family uh, musical for the season. They, um, all children's tickets for ages 4 to 12 are $45, which is really reasonable for, um, you know, for a Broadway musical. So definitely check that out and go onto the website because for some inexplicable reason, they have a, a clip to uh, from Beauty and the Beast from the French version of the <laughs> Broadway musical. And it's actually a delight to watch and, and see it all acted out in French and sung in French, except be our guest is in the, that those three words are in English. I, I'm not entirely sure why. Also, uh, there were a few it more. Can, well. I guess. I guess it doesn't translate. And uh, there were a number of announcements about the D23 Expo. The most interesting one I found was that another um, another person was added to the Disney Legends um, list of honorees, Jack Kirby. And you may know him, Marvel fans. You know him as the yeah. co-creator of Captain America, Fantastic Four, Avengers, Hulk, Iron Man and a Black Panther. Um, he will um, receive the honor uh, posthumously um, from, of course, CEO Bob Iger. This is a this will be given to him about a month ahead of what would have been his 100th birthday. So they are going to celebrate. Um, Disney Marvel is going to celebrate his career um, with this announcement at the D23 Expo, and so that means now two people are going to, uh, from Marvel, are going to be honorees for the awards, Stan Lee being the yeah. other. So, uh, and of course, as we mentioned before, the other honorees are Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Oprah Winfrey, Julie Taylor, Gary Marshall, um, Disney artist Manuel Gonzalez, Clyde Cherry, Geronimi. And, um, but, but the interesting thing is, of course, you now that because Marvel now belongs to Disney, um, Kirby's connections, his original connections to Disney really was not much more than a comic strip adaptation of the studio's 1979 blockbuster sci-fi movie hit, The Black Hole, <laughs> that he, <laughs> that, um, he created for newspapers when the film was released. And, um, it was really his his Marvel work, his whole comic book career until he passed away in 1994. Um, it really predated any um, Disney connection. Ooh, yeah, that's a stretch. Yeah. Oh, so, heck yeah, it did. <laughs> but he's he's like quintessential art style for that era, for the early Marvel eras. Right. right. And when you think about it, a lot of his characters have been significantly changed since they were purchased by um, Disney. I mean, the original Correct. Hulk, Iron Man. Um, and then even in the other films that are not Disney, you know, owned by Disney, the X-Men's um, Professor Xavier, Cyclops. Yeah. Um, some of those characters actually in the storylines are now gone. Um, he also, yep. his signature series was the Fantastic Four, and that launched the Marvel Universe as yep. it exists today. But that hasn't been published since about 2015 and um but the there's a character, reason for that <laughs> yeah, but but the characters um many fans most closely associate him with is captain america and of course that is you know that has really 
been a tentpole in the Marvel universe for Disney. So, um, so anyway, so, so no matter what, because of his contributions to Disney in the, in the Marvel universe, this, you know, you can see this as a well-deserved tribute, um, to the man that really helped to build, uh, you know, Marvel to what it is today. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Nancy. Okay, so they finally announced another addition to Universal Halloween Horror Nights because I get these stories because I live up here. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, basically, they're going to uh, yet again partner with American Horror Story. Um, this time they're doing Roanoke. And so for those of you not familiar, um, they're basically marketing it with a naked pig-headed man. Oh, it's a okay. poster. The guy's like naked and his head is like a, a hog, like a boar. Um, anyway, um, it's it's unearthing the twisted legacy of the lost colony of Roanoke. So, yes, Virginia. It is a Virginia. Um, and uh, <laughs> Yes, Virginia, there is a pig-headed man. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, that was going to be my whole rapid fire originally was, I was thinking, oh, I'll just do my rapid fire is, oh, they're just marketing, you know, they're marketing with the pickup man. That was it. Okay. Nice. Anyway, okay. um, so they're going to go to the backwoods of, I'm sorry, North Carolina, not Virginia. Um, <laughs> you were right, Mary Jo. Um, and, uh, so all new disturbing maze. Um, that will be disturbing. A cast if of <laughs> deranged killers from the cannibalistic poke family who subsist by feeding on uh, feeding upon innocent victims to the butcher who thrives on human sacrifice. Trapped in a vicious circle of evil and murder, guests will find themselves in a life or death battle that outrun the nightmare of Roanoke before the vindictive spirits and demented killers soak the earth with the blood of their victims. Blah blah blah. Nice. So anyway, for those of you who love American Horror Story, I'm sure you'll love this. Um, they're going to immerse you. And of course, you know, American Horror Story has won a lot of awards. Blah. Thank okay, you. so there's Universal. Okay. Oh, they're going to have the Terror Tram. They're bringing back the Terror Tram. Okay, what's the theme um, this year? Do you know? A fully reimagined. They haven't announced it yet. Okay, cool. So, so, Nancy, would you be interested in going to the Halloween Horror Nights at Universal? Not the least. <laughs> you don't like that those kind of things? Um, no, I'm I I can get violent if people scare me. I I will literally punch someone and knock their teeth out. That's that doesn't sound like fun. Ooh, video. So, <laughs> I know, right? Or it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Give me an umbrella; it gets even worse. So, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Tony. SeaWorld, I've been holding on to this for a while. Yeah, sure. But despite the fact that it took my son and I three hours to drive down from yesterday, if you leave early, this is worth it. They have a bunch of new stuff that just opened yesterday for the summer, including some all new rides, which I didn't even know, you know, because I kind of always pay attention to SeaWorld. I'm surprised I didn't even know this. One is called Submarine Quest. Adventurers on a global mission of scientific discovery. Young voyagers can travel to get up close to ocean explorers. Remarkable undersea animals aboard Submarine Quest. It looks like you're in a maybe an Omnimover kind of thing. But I don't know what you're seeing. But there's a touch screen it looks like in front of them. Or at least the ad does. Um, climb aboard a mini sub and embark on a mission to collect data and learn how to help animals of the deep. Um, guests must be at least 42 inches or accompanied by a supervising companion. So that tells me... That it's not just like there's some parts of it. Uh, tentacle twirl, which I think now means every ride, but you know every park has one of these swinging chairs rides. Uh, there's a tentacle twirl, so it's the same that you see at Knott's Berry Farm at California Adventure. Um, so, but it's jellyfish fish themed. Then there's little explorer rides. Octa Rock, great name, I, I love it. Um, this is, it's, I know I'm thinking of, I'm trying to come up with a hair metal thing, but, and I've got it, but I'll just leave it, keep it to myself. <laughs> so anyway, swing high and reach, I'm thinking like the double guitar, eight. Imagine eight guitars. Octorock, there we go. Mm -hmm. We're done. Let's make that a thing, Tom. Uh, it's one of those, it's the same thing as they have with the jumping, with the jellyfish in California Adventure. 
guests have to be 31 to 36 inches. Aqua Scout, Aqua Scout, six mini submarines, uh, kind of like uh, like in a little circle kind of thing, like Dumbo without going up in the air. Sea Dragon Drop, that's the one that's the same. So some new little kid rides. But now, Electric Ocean, all new summer nighttime celebration. It ends September 4th. Eight new experiences, including do show, do shows, two shows inspired by playful sea creatures, an electrifying dance club with a world class DJ, Ooh, and electronica. Done, yeah, re, and your favorite Sea World attractions like never before. Glow zones, glow along with the party at these electric ocean glow zones with light up bubble wands and shark tooth, tooth necklaces available at glow shops. <laughs> club current, grab your friends and join us nightly at the hottest dance club in the deep blue sea. Cirque Electrique, combining breathtaking acrobatics, exciting music, and electric costumes, Cirque Electrique brings the Bayside Amphitheater to life as four performers flip, twist, jump, and soar over through the ocean waters of Mission Bay. Illuminite, a luminescent, oh, and everything looks illuminescent. This all looks Pandora illuminescent, just letting everybody uh, know. Bio-luminescent? Bio, 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 yes. A lum, no, not bio, because... Uh, a luminescent, all-new show featuring larger-than-life sea creatures, lasers, and electric cast of dancers, acrobats, and musicians. This actually sounds somewhat interesting to me, how they did something with Atlantis. It says Atlantis ignites. The picture looks interesting, too. Obviously, that's what... Sun go- interesting. Um, when the sun goes down, Atlantis ignites. The projection-mapped spectacular will take guests on a thrilling and vibrant undersea adventure every 15 minutes starting at 8.45 p.m. So I don't know if the ride is still going because it says every 15 minutes or they're just using the ride venue. So that just seems uh, that's intriguing. Manta recharged pulsing music, colorful lighting and special effects turn Manta into an electrifying coaster experience that will have you feeling recharged. Sea of life, glimmering animals dazzle mesmerized on this colorful path pathway. Nighttime lends a different energy as vibrant lights and electric music fill the air every five minutes starting at 8 p.m. And they have the witness a rare ocean phenomenon in this interactive area, the amazing bioluminescent glow of dinoflagellates. <laughs> so this is legit bioluminescence, like real ones. Get hands and feet in for an experience you won't forget. So it's our tide pool with a different hue of biofluorescence. Now, this actually might make me get closer to purchasing a ticket and going, if Tom will go with me or yeah, something. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. But, so... I think we kind of should go see what's going on at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. But you can tell they're really, like, considering where they were, they're really pumping some cash quickly into changing it. So, mm-hmm. anyways, that's this summer at SeaWorld. It ends September 4th, and it just started this weekend. Very cool. Yeah, we had heard, I mean, I think we had put talked about the those new kitty rides before, but I didn't know when they were going to be open. So, cool. Excellent. Thank you, Donnie. All right, um, that is going to do it. Uh, thank you, everyone. That's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.